All right. We're live. Hero's journey. Diving deep. We got it dark and moody. Let's see if the sound's coming through all right. And it actually sounds like it's pretty great to me. Turn it up a little bit. Get it nice and loud because that's what you want to do when you're YouTube live streaming. You want your audio kind of loud. You don't want it soft because it's never great when someone's like, hey, I can't hear you. And even though I'm blowing out on my audio levels right now, it's uh, not on the YouTube stream. So they must do a pretty good job of limiting the, the action. So what's going on, guys? Hope everyone's doing well. We're back with another Hero's Journey. And, um, yeah, it's a late night edition, but you know what? That's how we do it because the hero's journey, it's all about sacrifice. It's all about going for it. And as you can see in the thumbnail of my, my pop's big bill, it's determination. It's not giving up. That is the hero's journey. Now, why do we... Why do we enjoy watching the hero's journey so much? You know, um, think about when you watch people on YouTube, you know, or you watch your heroes. You want to see, you know, biographies, autobiographies. That stuff's really important because that was their hero's journey. When these people, you know, started their craft, they weren't experts right away. They weren't just born and all of a sudden they're amazing. No, they had to experience a journey. And this journey, we're uh, also live on the old IG. The IG is going to get a, we'll go over here. But the hero's journey, when you watch someone, let's give an example. Today I was watching some guy on YouTube, and he has a ride share channel. So his channel is all about like being an Uber driver, being a Lyft driver, etc. Let's see if I can find his channel real quick, give him a, give him a shout out. But it was a perfect example. Here he is, popped up right away because YouTube's read it, kind of telling you, like, here's the next thing you should watch. There's a documentary called, what's it called? Social Dilemma, I believe, The Social Dilemma. It was on Netflix, and you want to get slapped in the face by some truth. It did a really good job of explaining how YouTube gives you your next thing to watch. And... It's a shit show because you can kind of see how they basically create your echo chamber for you to hang out with in YouTube. And you end up just hanging out with all these people that agree with you in your little echo chamber of sorts. And it can end up kind of gnarly because you get so entranced in your giant echo chamber. Look at Kate now. Okay, what's going on? you get entranced in your giant echo chamber of people agreeing with you or disagreeing with you, 
mostly agreeing with you, but then you all enjoy hating on the person coming in to disagree. But that movie just did a great job, a social dilemma, Kate, I'm sure you've seen it, of kind of showing how YouTube kind of brainwashes us all into becoming basically extremists in whatever genres we are in. It could be, you know, political stuff, religious things, or it could be tech, cameras, Apple, Windows. There's, it could be clothing. It could be philosophies. And this is kind of where the hero's journey comes in because that's such a universal story. It transcends any, like, actual topic or category. Let's see if I can get my pretty face a little better well lit. Yeah, that's kind of cool. How's that look? Oh, yeah. I think that's kind of moody, but I'm sure it's going to get de-resolutionized pretty good. Um, yeah, so we're, we're basically, like, in our echo chambers, but the hero's journey is besides all that. It's so deep into storytelling that everyone's in each echo chamber, they're all on the hero's journey. Now, my back to my original point was this guy, uh, the rideshare hustler. So shout out rideshare hustler. You know, he popped up in my feed. I watch a video and it says him kind of talking about how difficult it is to be a, a rideshare guy to like drive Uber or Lyft or DoorDash. And yeah, since it's pretty late in the night, we're getting some good chair cheers. Shout out, uh, Pizza port. This is Summer Oasis. Summer Oasis. Let's get it on the camera here. Oh, there we go. Oh my God, the beautiful A7S3. Even though I think it's mirrored. So it's the opposite. Summer Oasis. And that autofocus is just working like a champ. We have it on S Cinetone, the new, the new god of picture profiles, and uh, we're shooting. 60 FPS, 60 frames per second. I'm a convert. I've come over to the dark side. I it lost autofocus for a sec. I don't see the... Uh, wait, there we go. Give me one sec. I'm going to lock it on my eye. I don't want to play no games here. Wait. All right. Locked on my hand. All right. Now it's following my hand, a little Sony box. And all right, I'm in. I'm in focus. It's kind of being weird right now. I don't really like that. Don't really like that hand. It's focused to the face. There we go. Now I see the box that on the eye. That's what you want on the Sony's. Now you want that box on your eye, and then it's great. And it's nice because on the Sony, the new Sony cameras, the Sony A7S3, the Sony A7 IV, I think. The box stays on the screen and it kind of follows you and it will, I think it actually stays there forever. So it's pretty great because when that box is on your eye, you know, you're in focus. So it's a nice visual like cue, like, all right, I'm in focus. And it wasn't there. Sometimes you have to tap the screen to engage the actual eye auto tracking. Now this isn't a bad setup to shoot manual focus because you can lock off this general area, but if you're at such a low aperture, 2.8 isn't the lowest, but you do see you have a nice blurry background going on. But 
if it's too low, since I'm actually angled, this would be in focus. And like, it's kind of happening right now. Like this is in focus. And then over here is kind of not in focus. So if it's even worse, it'd be better if I was straight on. So my whole face was in focus. Kind of angled like this. It has to pick like my nose or my eye. It's kind of picking my glasses eye area. But the, the plane of focus gets smaller as you open up the aperture. As you let light in, the focus gets smaller. I don't know how we got into the camera camera tips. See, I'm in my echo chamber. But this guy, Rideshare Hustler, I'm going to step up my live stream game and get the stuff where I can show stuff on the screen and be a big timer. But he he popped up and it was, you know, talking about tipping and driving. And it was just like right away I was entranced. Like right away I basically became an instant fan. I think I hit subscribe on the second video I watched just because – it was just the hero's journey I was watching. Like, I clicked the, clicked the video. He was kind of talking about how driving DoorDash sucks and all the all the woes. Click the next video. He's talking about his next steps. He got some advice. His next video, he's talking about his past a little bit. So he's kind of basically was creating his hero's story. And since I'm just a brand new viewer of his channel i immediately was like all right like i'm pretty interested i don't know why sometimes there's just a certain something about you that's going to draw someone into your your story so and that's what i hope sometimes i can do someone stumbles across and they're like oh who's this guy what's he yapping about oh this is kind of interesting like i enjoy his speech or i enjoy his topics or just like a, a friend and a friend I'm hanging out alone. I got a friend. Got my old friend on the screen over here. We're living in Wally. But right away, I was entranced in his hero's journey. Entranced. I was like, this guy, the rideshare hustler. And he just has his phone on his dashboard of his car to film with his phone. Somehow it looks great with, you know, with the footage being on a car moving, it's somehow stable. But that that's exactly the the content like everyone or anyone should do if you want to actually have some kind of impact on society or have a channel blow up like that's really that's the hero's journey someone's going to click in you're still a nobody a year goes by you get big or you get small or whatever like that time period of of existence that journey you go on that really is what what's the most entertaining, what's the most captivating, why someone's going to keep coming back to watch your videos, even though they don't know why. It's not going to matter the topic you're talking about. They just know they're going to click in, and they know, or maybe they don't know, but they have an idea where you are on your journey. Maybe you're a big timer now. Maybe you're, you know, not a big timer. Maybe it's 10, 15 p.m. on a Thursday night and you're staring at a studio display who's your best friend. You know, you're, where are you on your journey? That's That could be important to someone or could not. But if it's part of the whole story, 
that ending is going to be like that much more satisfying and the struggle is going to be that much worth it. You're going to learn that much more of a tale, that much more of a lesson because you walked through your journey. That hindsight is going to be 2020 from the experience. So maybe some people don't have to experience a journey to really get it. But that hero's journey for you as an individual is just super important. And that it could be like your ticket to fame or your ticket to entertain someone or something or just some kind of even legacy. Like that your hero's journey is your your personal legacy that you've left in the world. And if that's documented and people can tune in and check it out, it's that's really the most valuable form of entertainment we have are these stories and in particular the hero's journeys because it's just so embedded in us it's it's so easy to kind of to gauge it's funny because the hero's journey itself it's almost kind of hard to describe especially because in the classic sense you go on your journey and then you return home and i always thought maybe that was a physical place that you return to like your physical home but it's it's not at all it's you're returning back to like oneness or back to just that your birth state you're really returning back to just like serenity and peace with yourself with whatever and that can be anywhere that, and that home can be anywhere but that's kind of the one part i didn't get and now it's making more sense to me that the returning home of the hero's journey isn't necessarily going back to where you're born physically. It could be more of a, a metaphor for that. But that was kind of the point of tonight's live stream, just to, you know, hop on and like kind of yammer on for a sec, just about like why we enjoy the hero's journey so, so much. What, why do we love experiencing it? Why do we love watching it, going for it? You know, even tonight I was pretty beat up. My back was hurting. I had to like sneak in a hot tub, hungry, didn't eat dinner. But I've told myself earlier I was going to go on this live stream. And I stopped listening to all the excuses. I got already. I'm using an actual mic this time. I have a lavalier plugged in so it didn't even this is the first test with sony camera pro mic plugged in and not using just the the studio display and the studio display speakers and now that i'm doing it it's like it's super satisfying and gratifying because like i didn't really give up i actually just said F it I'm gonna just go for it and do it do what I said I was gonna do and that's for myself like I'm just checking out the stream right now it looks pretty great what's funny is my glasses are cockeyed I thought I was looking handsome but I'm looking kind of weird so it wasn't even for anyone or anything but someone might watch this in a year or a month and see like oh wow like he went he did this live stream oh the other week he did that 
oh, now he's doing this. Oh, wow, now he's doing this. Like, oh, damn, this is cool. Like, wonder what his next thing is. I wonder what he's up to next. That That's just so, like, entertaining for for us, for humans, for the human species. We're just, that's like that's such a, really, really takes you in. And you're just, can't get out. Can't get out of it. Yeah, give this guy's channel a check out. I'll probably, after this live stream, I'll check out more of his videos because super entertaining. And now I'm like, I'm rooting for him. Like, I'm like, all right, dude. Like, you can do it. Like, these rideshare people are dicking you over. Like, you got this. Um, It is interesting because YouTube must have pretty good like limiters in their software because I was kind of blowing out or not really. The Zoom interfaces sometimes scare you because it'll even get red when it's at like negative five. So you're like, oh, okay. But I mean, really, you're always supposed to record your audio a little lower and then you can make it louder and post, but you can't do the opposite. Like if it's too loud, it's hard to undistort in post. But I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I am pretty good at making bad sounding audio sound good. It's kind of one of my things these days. I'm like pretty good at that at it. Cause we're all on these these streaming kind of services. So it's funny how like we got to this 8K world, but then <laughs> nowadays a lot of stuff we watch looks it's like 720p and like crappy audio. <laughs> like we're, we're starting over again from SD land back to like maybe in three years we'll have 4K streaming. So I know Twitch does a pretty good job and I think this will be 720p because I still haven't, I'm still just natively plugging into YouTube. It's a secret again, don't tell anyone, but I am using the Zen Sennheiser Lav, which is things really great. The G4. So the G4 um, Sennheiser, they're nice because they still work on the the airwaves and they're not Bluetooth. I had a nightmare experience with some, with the Bluetooth road lobs on the beach for a beach shoot one time. And long story short, the, the lob was getting ear interference from other Bluetooth. So it ends up being pretty non-reliable because there's like weird interference. So there's gaps in the sound and it clicks and it really shot it like such an experience that I'm really nervous about any Bluetooth love Bluetooth audio recording. I don't think is, is near there yet, especially because a lot of us are on Bluetooth and it ends up being like more of a Wi-Fi sharing, but with classic transmitters for lobs, like that's basically finding a station and you're kind of on the station um, to simplify it but you can like switch the station essentially and find one that's 
less people are on it. And then I think there's actually towers basically in cities that are better than others. So yeah, not to toot my own horn again, but this when I'm like actually live streaming on the studio display, like I look amazing. When I look on the, let's take a gander on my MacBook Pro. So I look like it makes me realize that I sh I need to get stream stream yard and like really up the ante here because the new thing is going to be the Thursday night live streams. This is the new unfortunate thing I'm going to force myself to do. But it's important because it's the hero's journey. And I'm checking out the live stream. And you know what? Looks pretty good. I could use like a teeny bit less headroom. But that's kind of the look these days with YouTubers. They actually like to have more headroom than I've Then I'd be privy to because it's the easiest rule in the book, the rule of thirds. Put your eyes, tic-tac-toe board on the screen. Your eyes fall right right on your the iris of your eye is right on the, the top line. The intersection of the top is B should one of your eyes should be. That's always a good good rule. So when you have a little more more headroom like this, my eyes are actually like a little bit below the rule of thirds. So that's why it kind of looks a little odd, but that's what's funny is I, I think a lot of YouTube YouTubers, they don't have um, like classical training with cinematography and composition. So what they do is like kind of what I've done in this shot where I have that endless summer poster it's taking up some of that back frame. She would think that my framing actually is pretty good because I have that kind of shooting up. I'm in the bottom left. So the frame's still taken over with images and the composition's kind of nice. But in, in the end, it doesn't matter because your top priority should be the thing in focus is pr properly compositioned. And because my eyes are still a little low, this wouldn't be an ideal composition for me. I would still come down a teeny bit more. But it's because then when you do stuff like this and you change positions, now I'm actually in a good spot, but my head's chopped off. Now that, that can be a cool look with the, the head chopped off. I typically don't like to do it just because if you're shooting like this natively, then you can't crop in at all. So sometimes if you crop in, you could chop off some. But same with the sound. If you shoot like that, you can't ever get that part back. So really, in the end, it's not bad to shoot even a little lower than the rule of thirds. Because in the end, you can just uh, like grow the image a little more. And then you can just you know properly rule of thirds yourself in post. So in the end, it's kind of always better just to probably have a little more headroom than you need. Like when I shoot 
interviews that are more long-winded, so it's more locked off on the tripod. You know, this wouldn't be horrible. This would actually probably be pretty good. Now, I wouldn't mind having more room below my chin. So that's where you can get in trouble if you have too much room up top, not enough room below. Then you're like this. You try to zoom in, you're going to be like this. And then it's hard to like not chop your chin off and your head. So in the end, even if you have some more room up there, I would have more room down here. So it'd be like, like that wouldn't be bad. Even though I'm a little low, I could zoom in more. So that's probably getting into a little too much detail, but that's the whole part of the my hero's journey. That's going to be my new excuse for doing stuff. They say it's part of my it's my journey, man. It's part of my journey. Well. All right, guys. I think that was going to be a quick one tonight. I just wanted to chime in about just some philosophical-ish on the hero's journey. Um, A lot of my videos lately have been more focused on topics and gear and reviews. I like having some videos that are a little more off the cuff and just about a, a thought or an idea. Those don't necessarily get the most clicks and they're not going to get searched for. Someone's not going to search for, oh, why do we as people like the hero's journey? Maybe like a nerd philosopher dude or some person with no life. But most people are going to be looking up, how do I change my car tire? Um, you know, oh, what's better, the Sony A7S3 or the Sony A7 IV? What's the best O'Neill wetsuit? So that's how I've been kind of approaching the videos a little more lately because that formula does work just to get eyes on it. Really the whole YouTube game now is get someone just to click on your video. <laughs> you can get them to click and then you can be entertaining enough. You can get a fan, but you can have the best video ever. And if no one clicks on the video, it doesn't matter that you work two hours to film it and you edit it for three to four hours and it's a masterpiece, but no one's watching it because your thumbnail sucks and your title is some bogus thing or you're trying to, another thing I've, I've realized is you can't add in just too much in the title. You can't be like, Oh, it's about hero's journey and it's about camera composition and it's about Ubers and why they're evil. It like, you got to kind of have one little title, sick thumbnail then maybe in the description you can go a little more into detail about other stuff. Or once they're watching you, you can... But really in the end, it's almost even like having a... Like this title is even long. Why do we love experiencing the hero's journey? It's kind of long. It's like actually okay, but maybe better would be... Why do we love the hero's journey? Um, what's so good about the hero's journey? Uh, why do we watch certain YouTubers? Just kind of more, it's like clickbaity essentially. Here's <laughs> like, and there we go. And I just spilled beer everywhere. <laughs> All right, guys. We're calling it quits for this hero's journey. Till next time. Peace.
because I really spilled beer and I got to clean it up. Peace.